Welcome to uh, Dunking with the Dolphins, brought to you by the 1970 Club. This is Mark Usedon, along with my co-host Bryce Workman, Jossie Powell, and Rob McRae. Uh, welcome, guys. What's up? How you doing? good, man. What's good? Let's get started with this, and uh, we'll start with segment one of the show by recapping last week. Uh, we'll talk about both games. Austin P. really uh, important home win that you had, 63-43. And then uh, went on the road to Nashville and last Saturday and uh, played Lipscomb a heck of a game, uh, 84-82. You lost it at the buzzer, but we'll talk about both games. First, um, talk about Austin P. And as I said, a 63-43 win, G. Um, really, uh, for the, one of the first times this year, it looked like the team from two years ago where you played lockdown defense. Talk about the uh, defensive effort in that game and what you think led to the uh, defense really resurging in that game? I think it uh, started with like the week of practice. We uh, emphasized like getting stops and ultimately like if you get stops and play like our brand of basketball, which is playing defense first, it leads to us scoring the ball. And as you've seen, Austin P, like we got uh, back to back to back stops. We call it a kill. So like we got multiple kills. And if the team scores under 50 points, I like us to win a lot of games. So I feel like that game especially uh, went our way because we held them and had like multiple kills. Another uh, aspect um, of that game, and we'll talk also, it actually uh, showed itself again in the Lipscomb game later in the week, but uh, the ability to rebound the ball both on the offensive and defensive glass. Uh, Rob, that was, I noticed you uh, really starting to, uh, contribute quite a bit on the defensive glass in particular. Talk about um, how important rebounding is uh, in these conference games and, and how you feel that you guys should get more than your share of rebounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the coaches, they emphasize, like, rebounding down, so I just took it personally and started going down there and rebounding. Because I was doing it in the beginning of the year, but like I kind of, like, faded away from it. Right. But I'm starting to get back to it. And there's always, uh, gee, uh, historically – at least in the last three years during your career, and uh, Bryce can talk about this as well, uh, rebounding has been a, an aspect that you guys have been able to, if not dominate, certainly uh, get the edge on, uh, and included guards. I know Kevion Nolan last year and the year before got a lot of rebounds from the guard position. So tell me about rebounding as a guard uh, on the defensive end particularly. What What is it that you're coached to do, and how do you uh, contribute rebounding on the defensive end? Similar to what Rob said, I mean, we uh, are told and instructed to rebound down because ultimately, like, rebounding is like a big man stat. So, but there's a lot of long rebounds in our league, especially when uh, teams shoot a lot of long-range threes and just threes in general. And ultimately, like, we preach that we have to help bigs rebounding and really we, we do a big stat called per 40. So uh, we test that to get rebounds, basically. And Rob, uh has, has rebounding always been part of your game, both at the high school level and then uh, at the college level? Oh uh, yes, sir. Yeah, I've always been a big rebounder. And the athleticism it comes into play rebounding yeah. the ball, doesn't it? Yes, sir. Exactly. Being able to to jump well as you do and as G does, and then uh, grab it with grab it strong. Yeah, uh, Bryce. Um, I know you've been you've been sitting on the bench, and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, how difficult that process has been, but. Um, also, on the rebounding side, how important is that to 
to JU basketball at this point, and the and def- defensively, how important are those two aspects of the game? Um, well, just rebounding. You know, I just feel like um, when we set the tone on rebounding, it it kind of sets the tone for the whole game, really, because once we defensive rebound, we we can run at our own pace. We can, you know, basically do whatever we want at the end of the day. Um, but defensively, you know, we're we're defensive team. Uh, that's what we want to do at first rather than play on offense, you know, get stops, get teams up out of their offense, pressure them, you know, just controlling the tempo of the game for real. And then, guys, uh, we talked about the home game against uh, Austin P. Uh, but then you go on the road Saturday afternoon in Nashville, play Lipscomb, a game that was really tight throughout. You guys had a little control early in the, in, in the first half, uh, but it stayed fairly tight. And then you got to a, a – a point in the game, you know, in the last, in that, uh, a little gap in the middle of the second half where they had a run on you and you, you didn't have many answers and they got a nice, they got a lead up to 14. And then you had a tremendous, uh, really intense comeback in the last five, six minutes of the game and tied it up before uh, losing uh, on a couple of free throws at the end. Tell me about, uh, G, how did that game go? Uh, where do you feel, uh, you lost the opportunity to win that game. Tell me, tell me about the ups and downs of that that one. Yeah, I feel like first half we we were down. I want to say what three or five points a half, and I feel like on the road we're right where we want to be. But the second half, I feel like, like you said, it was like a ten minute span where they set like a one three one and kind of like discombobulated us. So that run put us in a hole, and ultimately down the stretch, the last like five minutes of the game, I want to say Zach Bell hit had like a a key steal and dunk and that just energized us and then followed by Rob McCray's uh, buckets back to back and then I feel like we're right there and ultimately it was a tie game with like 8 seconds left and miscommunication happened but ultimately we put ourselves in a chance to win the game and you can't complain on the road like we have a chance to win it so we just gotta know how to win them big games. And down the stretch and they had the ball out of course the clock was uh, not working very well up in Nashville that that probably Mm -hmm. Was an additional challenge to you, but yeah, they got the ball up the, with seven seconds on the court. They got the ball up, uh, probably, and got it into the lane very quickly. And that's mm-hmm. just something that would normally not happen. Uh, and that was just a, a defensive breakdown. Uh, and then ran a nice play. You guys, to your credit, ran a nice play and got Rob a look, uh, 22, 24 footer, uh, and ran a nice play to do that. And it just, the ball didn't drop. Um, did uh, but but overall, you had to be pleased with the overall effort on the road because you guys have struggled, have not played as well on the road as you have at home throughout the year. So you feel, are you starting to feel a little more comfortable as a road team uh, more recently? Definitely, I feel like that game, especially like we just had a chance to win, and that's all you that's all you ask to like be a couple plays in the game at the end of the game, and we had a chance, like you said, a great look at the end. That unfortunately didn't drop for us, but I feel like it was a great look for a great shooter that we have, so can't complain. Gentlemen, uh, get to come back home. I know you've been on uh, Road Warriors for a good part of January and into February, and now you get a homestand and then even a longer homestand later on in February. Talk about Central Arkansas. Um, It looks to me that they are uh, better than people thought they were going to be. They're long, they're they're aggressive. They they like to push the ball up the court. Tell me about the challenges uh, you guys see. Bryce, tell me about Central Arkansas and what you 
what the scouting report is and what you got to do to to prevail uh, on uh, tomorrow night, Thursday night. Uh, well, basically, you know, like you said, they're they're kind of a tall team. Uh, but whole starting five is actually like six five and above. So, I think the main focus for us just be guarding the ball, um, communicating, and ultimately ultimately getting stops on defense. Because, like I said, once we take teams out of their offense and we get stops, they kind of shut down and that we, we fast break and, you know, we get the ball on the rim. And uh, let me ask you a question. We're talking Central Arkansas. A lot of people haven't heard of Central Arkansas. I'm going to ask a – I got a trivia question, but it's not for G and it's not for Bryce. It's just for Rob because they probably know the answer to this. Best player ever from Central Arkansas. Oh my gosh! Know. They know because his name's on the court. Mm-hmm. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, I do. no, I don't know. You guys remember? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, who is it? Scotty Pippen. Yeah, Who's Scottie. the best player ever at Central? Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen. Oh, he went there. Yeah, Scotty Pippen. Went. That's right. Oh, okay. They they were Division two school and nobody knew who they were then. But Scotty Pippen. And the reason I didn't want these guys to come in is his name. It's called Scotty Pippen Court when you go to mm. Central Arkansas's home court. Um, so then you get. North Alabama, and uh, I assume you guys, do, do you get much um, of a scouting report on the second, when you play a Thursday, Saturday, back-to-back games, do you get do you really talk much about them at all? At Not this really. Point? The day after, right. uh, probably on Friday. So that's the preparation. Friday's a big prep day for yeah. that second game of the two-game homestand, and uh, so not much there, but uh, they're going to be a guard. I can tell you this, uh, they have really good guard. So that's been, a I know, an issue that you guys have to, you've played some teams that have that are guard-centric. They really let the guards do everything, including drive the ball to the mm-hmm. basket. So that'll be a challenge uh, coming back on Saturday. But first things first, Central Arkansas, and good luck with that, guys, on, on Thursday night. And we'll come back uh, with segment two of the Dunking with the Dolphins show and uh, want to talk about um, some injuries that all of you, all three, have experienced in uh, during this uh, basketball season. And then I want to talk a little bit about our facilities at JU. So we'll be back with uh, segment two in a, in a minute. Back with uh, segment two of the Dunking with the Dolphins show. Uh, I want to talk about uh, the challenges of college basketball with regard to physical injuries. And, G, um, once again, refresh our memory of – what you went through before the season even started with regard to your foot. Uh, yeah, so last season uh, I was playing with a stress fracture in my tibia. So I didn't really notice. I thought it was just shin splints. But uh, after the season I was like something more. It was like a bump forming on my shin. So I had to go get it checked out. And come to find out I needed a surgery, which I got a metal rod in my leg or a titanium rod in my leg. So I didn't really get to practice till almost like month and a half before the season. So of course I'm got a, had a slow start to the season, uh physical, physically wise. So yeah, I feel like now feeling better. Good. And Bryce, unfortunately you're the bad luck guy on the injury front. Uh last year just tore the knee up before the mm-hmm. season started, missed the entire year. Uh this year, um the broken hand against Central Florida in early December. How tough is it mentally as a college athlete to have an injury during your season 
that takes you out of the lineup. How, how tough is that? And what have you done to sort of keep your spirits up and to make sure that at some point during this season, you're able to get back on the court? Um, it's, Mentally, it's definitely been tough. But um, just just knowing that, like, just knowing um, basically, like, it's not the it's not the end of everything. Like the world's not over, you know. You can still come back and play basketball, even though I might not be able to play at Ju like for the rest of the games. I'll still be able to play in the future. Um, but like right now, um, what was what was the second question? I just want to know how you deal with it mentally, and 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 you 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 deal with it by knowing that at some point you're going to get back mm-hmm. and you're going to be able to play, and it's this is not going to be a career ending. It's not a career yeah. ending injury. Yeah, it's, but it's, I, uh, you know, basically coming from the first ACL tear, um, <laughs> just going to rehab every day and doing things like that to make sure I'm coming back fully. Um, I played a big role, so just going to treatment and doing rehab, um, and just knowing that that I am coming back. You know, I still have a chance to actually do something, but my whole thing is like I, I want to prove like everybody wrong. Yeah. Like we're in last place right now, but we got seven games. I feel like we can steal all of them. Okay, and really do some. Rob, um, fortunately, uh, haven't had as serious an injury as uh, certainly not as, as serious as Bryce or or G. But mm-hmm. you've had the ankle that you you turned uh, several games ago. Um, how is how have you feel like you've dealt with that injury su- successfully, and do you feel like you're you're physically ready to go for the rest for this last seven games? Uh, yeah, I'm physically ready to go for these last seven games. You know, it just it aches here and there, but I'm yeah, good. it's part of part of being an athlete is exactly. is being able to play uh, to a certain degree and not being 100. Mm-hmm. percent Um, shift gears a little bit and talk about the uh, you're obviously going to play uh, two home games uh, this week in Swisher Gym. Um, I want to talk about Swisher and I want to talk about the basketball practice facility. Uh, how do you guys feel about uh, uh, when you play in Swisher Gym, do you, it's a small, difficult place. Uh, I would think for the opposition, and I would think you guys are very comfortable in that in that setting. Gee, you've been there three years. Oh yeah, it's definitely uh, it's definitely home now. It's not being here three years, but uh, I feel like the smaller gym it makes like even when it's not a lot of people in there, it's still the sound just echoes off the walls and just a fun environment to play in. And uh, Rob, uh, obviously at, at, at Wake Forest. Uh, and in the ACC, a lot of big, big arenas to play in. Yeah. Um, Swisher, much smaller, maybe a little bit more like Duke, mm-hmm. but even much, much smaller than Duke. Have you enjoyed uh, playing in that that type of a gym as opposed to the bigger arenas? Uh, yeah, I definitely enjoy it. It reminds me of my high school gym. Yeah. You know, I get real loud. So. And then the practice facility, guys. Um, gee, I think, uh, and Bryce, uh, you remember the days when the only place it was just a hill was it was Swisher, right? Yeah, all we did practicing Swisher every day. It used to be hot. One day it'd be hot, next day it'd be cold. You know, just something new. And how do you how do you like uh, or feel that the the new facility practice facility has helped you uh, in developing your game? Uh, Jay, you feel like you've gotten the benefit of that of that facility? Uh, yeah, I feel like especially because of first year. We had to share the gym with like volleyball, uh, girls basketball, and then a bunch of like if they had like an intramural anything in there, just had went on in there. So now like 
if you want to like shoot around with the GAs or managers or anything, you can go in there twenty four seven and shoot. And do you guys take advantage of that of the ability to work on your game individually in the in the practice facility? Yeah. Rob, you've been doing that? Yeah, definitely. Like yeah. in between classes and stuff like that. Um well gentlemen, I want to talk a little bit when we come back about uh you guys off the court, as we like to at least have one segment where we talk off about some some things off the court. And I'm gonna ask 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 you guys about some talents that you may have beyond basketball. Uh I'm assuming you got some talents beyond basketball, so I'm not sure everybody knows about what those may be, and I want to talk to you about what you can do uh, off the court uh, besides uh, besides hooping on the court. So we'll come back with segment three in just a few minutes. Back uh, with dunking with the Dolphins, Jossie Powell, Bryce Workman, Rob McRae. This is Mark Usden for segment three. And uh, guys, uh, we all know uh, of your basketball abilities. That's what's gotten you a college scholarship. That's what uh, uh, obviously is a big part of what your future plans hope to be. What you hope to be your future plans in playing pro- professionally. Um, but let's talk about any talents that you guys may have off the court. Jossie, uh, tell me about uh, what it, what. It, if somebody was saying, what can Giassi do well or pretty well if he's not playing basketball, what would those things be? Well, I feel like I have a long list of things, but I feel like I can play the piano a few songs, and I also am a good dancer. You're a good dancer. Okay, yeah, so like, dancing yeah. and piano, so musical. Yeah, Where'd yeah. you get the musical ability? Is that from the family? Yeah, I just feel like my sisters, actually, they all can sing, but I feel like everybody in my family has a rhythm, so when music plays, I can just find the rhythm. Okay. All right. All right. We got we got G with, on the musical side. I, I hear some I hear some questions and some some uh, sarcastic laughter from your teammates, but I'm sure you you'll be able to engage in the same sarcastic laughter. <laughs> Tell me, yeah, Bryce, what can you do besides uh, be a great basketball player? Um, I mean, what think what talents do you have? Well, like G, uh, growing up, I used to dance um, just for fun. You know, just. <laughs> you know um but i can also draw like freehand like like if i just look at anything i could probably just draw it do you do, you do much of that drawing do you do, here and there uh, like when i'm bored you know okay all right and rob what, what what do we got for for talents off the court um i'm not a cook all right have yeah. you been cooking for these guys because they look like they're they're feeling a little ill as you describe I mean, cooking i'll be asking them down they don't ever want to taste my food. And, and and what kind of cooking do you do? I mean, what, tell me things you prepared in the kitchen that are worthwhile. Uh, I, I made a lot of stuff. I know how to make salmon, macaroni, spaghetti, Alfredo, uh, a lot more. Do you have a chicken. chance to? Uh, do you have a chance while you're at Ju to cook for yourself uh, in yeah, the apartments? I, yeah, I yep. cook for myself all the time. Okay. And I also like to dress. Uh, you have. Good style. Yeah. Okay. And your car. Yeah. And, and you got to, oh, let's yeah, talk like to Rob. Rob, you have, it's, it's, <laughs> tell me about the car that you drive. It's pretty cool. Tell me about, tell us about that car. Um, I drive a 2016 Challenger RT. Uh, yeah. 5.7 liter. Me. It's a classic, right? Yeah. All right. And, <laughs> and anybody, okay. So beyond you three guys, is there anybody with, uh, extraordinary talents off the court on your team. Anybody you can think of that you say, God, Lee, they, he's pretty cool because he can do this. Oh, we got a couple guys that make music. 
Who was that? Uh, Zach and Don. Okay, Zach and Don. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jay, Jay Griff sometimes. And they make, what do you mean they make music? <laughs> they make music. They're like artists. Like on Apple Music? Like they, got, they got a lot of songs. They're, they're mm-hmm. actually performing songs. Like not they're performing. not performing it, but like they, they make songs. Like they got a lot of songs. Okay, all right. Uh, DP Fishes. We, we heard about DP yeah. Fishing. Has, yeah. he, has oh, yeah. he caught anything that we know uh, of at not, this point? Not of lately. Not lately, okay. And then what's the name? Josiah. Josiah can whistle songs. He's he's very talented like at whistling. Yeah, he's a really good whistler. It's like insane. Okay. All right. So we've got we've got some talent, a lot of it in the music and a little bit in the art and a little bit in the culinary skills with with uh Rob McCrae. So guys, uh uh once again, uh good luck this uh this weekend. Two big home games against uh Central Arkansas and then against North Alabama. Uh very important games for you guys to win, I know, uh given uh uh, how the conference season is coming to a close in, in the next uh, three, four weeks. So good luck with that. And we'll be back with another another episode of uh, Dunking with the Dolphins uh, very shortly. 